Hello, and welcome to the Diz Explorers podcast. I hope everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving. We are back here after a wonderful weekend of eating and some of us drinking, (laughs) Uh, some of us traveling, and some of us not going anywhere. But I trust everybody had a great time with family and friends and however they chose to celebrate it. And so now that that's out of the way, for all the people who go nuts about mentioning it before Thanksgiving, we can now talk about Christmas freely. (laughs) Or whichever holidays you choose to celebrate. Celebrate all of them. We could celebrate all. That's right. Festivus. All of them. My favorite. Yes. So to get us all in the spirit to kick this holiday season off, and as we all know, Disney holidays start insanely <laughs> insanely early both on the Halloween front and on the Christmas front. It's been Christmas in Walt Disney World and Disneyland and the cruises and everywhere else for a solid month already. So it's no stranger to those who frequent the parks and follow all that stuff and realize that that's, that's what goes on down there. So as I do love the Christmas season myself, I am not as insane as, as they are in Disney World and I we generally wait until Thanksgiving to decorate our house and put our tree up, which we did do. Did not get everything up, but our tree is up. Have not done the rest of the decorations, so that will be coming soon. So this week we are going to talk about some of the holiday overlays that they have in the parks. And uh, and Melanie can talk about some of the stuff they do on the cruises, if she has experienced. Mm-hmm. So we've got a little bit of a light crew this week, just the four of us. So we have Adrian. Hello. And Miss Jessica. Hi, everybody. And Miss Melanie. Hello. I know most of the overlays people are familiar with are those that are in Disneyland because those were, I believe, the first ones that they did because Disneyland was obviously the first park. So I guess we'll start with Jessica and, and just have her speak of her experience of what overlays they they have over on the West Coast. Sure. So Disneyland has three overlays, and then California Adventure has one. So over in Disneyland, the first one is the um, Haunted Mansion Nightmare Before Christmas, and that starts in Halloween time, so September. It's really not specific to Christmas, and then it goes all the way until January. And I would say that that one is the most dramatic overlay, it completely changes the ride and it really is like a completely different experience. And it's not just the music or the decoration, but the entire premise of the ride is different. Instead of going through a creepy mansion, you're basically watching Jack Skellington deliver Christmas presents kind of like he does in the movie. And um, you're sort of following him as he goes through this house delivering presents. Um And it's a lot more cheerful as opposed to spooky and and that kind of thing. Um, And I'm generally not a person that would say, you know, watch a video of a ride or Periscope or something before you go because I like to be surprised. But if you're a person that's going to Disneyland and you've never experienced it, um, I I would recommend that you check it out first. Or even if you're not going to Disneyland and you're curious because it's such a dramatic difference that I know a lot of people that love the Haunted Mansion that hate it because it's so different and it changes the ride so much. 
but it's really cool and it's probably my favorite holiday overlay just because it is so dramatic i have any of you experienced that before been on that ride not at the holidays. Yeah, no. no. I, I've not seen it either live, and I've never actually watched a video of it. I have I have heard the soundtrack and listened to the audio on it, and it sounds like it's pretty cool. And I do know it's an extensive overlay that they do, both from hearing you talk about it and just from prior knowledge of, you know, on, so, on social media and, and stuff like that. But I'd be very interested to see it. I, I'm not a huge Nightmare Before Christmas fan uh, i do like the movie but it's not in anywhere near any of my top ones i i mean i don't don't really understand the fascination of it yeah i feel the same way but i guess I, i'd like to know because i know disney world does not do overlays as extensively as disneyland how do you guys feel about an overlay that's that dramatic because i know like the jingle cruise and and it's a small world which i'll talk about in a minute they're a lot more subtle and it's kind of just like little decorations here and there but are you guys in favor of that dramatic of an overlay? Do you not like it? What do you guys think? I um go ahead, Adrian. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't I've got a confession in that I've never been to a Disney park and at a holiday season. So I don't have any experience either way. But I think just as a general premise, it I don't think it bothers me. I think the only way that it would upset me, I think, as a traveler, if that was my one and only opportunity to, say, go to Disneyland because it's so far from me, that I wouldn't be experiencing the true ride. I would just be getting the overlay, if that makes right. sense. Yeah. Yeah, I could understand that. I'm fine with it as long as it's done well and it's not just purely just a bunch of decorations thrown up and just, you know, and they sing Jingle Bells. Like, I know the the Haunted Mansion overlay is pretty... Like, the whole thing is, like you said, it's completely changed. It's a different soundtrack, different narration, and it's like a whole different story to it. So that, to me, is cool because they they took the time and they wrote a whole new script and did the whole thing. And, and I'm, that I'm fine with uh, as long as it's, you know, done well. And then, you know, like I said, you know, earlier in the beginning, I mean, Disney World's in Christmas mode for pretty much a full two months two months and a couple of weeks, you know, runs into, you know, first week of January or so before they really start taking everything down and getting it back to normal. But so for something for that long of a time, I'd, if they did a complete overlay on an attraction, I'd, I'd want it to be that immersive. And I, I think I'd be okay with it. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So the, the next overlay that's, I guess, one step down in terms of dramatic transformation would be the, it's a small world holiday. Does Disney World do that one? No. No? Okay. So that is kind of halfway between being a really big change and then just decoration because it has different music and it's kind of like a celebration of the holidays around the world, but it's not a complete story change or that as, as different of a feel as, as the Haunted Mansion. And It's a Small World is not my favorite ride to begin with, but I do think that the holiday overlay is cute, and I know that, like, for my friends that have kids and people that travel in big families, it's one of the most coveted rides to go on during Christmas time, just because it is so cheerful and exciting and fun. So I definitely think that's probably one of the most popular holiday overlays in the park. And then the least popular overlay, I would say, is the Jingle Cruise, only because it's the least different. When you have two holiday overlays that really change a ride... 
and then you go to the Jingle Cruise, it's almost disappointing because the the jokes are different, but the, the actual ride is almost entirely the same. And they just have, you know, presents scattered here and there and fruitcake in the water and that kind of thing. But I feel like you're so spoiled with it, it the Haunted Mansion or even It's a Small World to a certain extent that if you go to the Jingle Cruise, you're kind of like, eh. So I, if I had to choose a holiday overlay to get rid of, I think I'd pick that one just because they choose to go so far above and beyond with the other ones that it's almost like a letdown, if that makes sense. I could understand that. I Now, Disney World, that's the only overlay we currently have as far as an uh-huh. in-park attraction, and that started, I don't know, two years ago, maybe three. Now, I got to experience it for the first time last year when I was down there this time for Thanksgiving, and I enjoy the Jungle Cruise. I I'm usually, unless I'm on the boat with my father or my brother, the only one that laughs at all the jokes because they're campy, they're corny. I've heard them all tons of times, but I still think they're funny as long as the skipper is, is really is you know is is really selling it. You get some that just kind of talk through it and don't really ham it up. But I, I thought it was pretty cute. I thought it was cool. I liked the the different. Yeah, it was not definitely wasn't over the top but the stuff they had and the little story they had behind it and you know the banter back and forth at the dock I thought I thought it was done well I liked it I know many people don't maybe not on the Disneyland side because like you said Jessica they have the other two that are have been done for a long time now and are more staples in that respect I think it's well received in Disney World because it's the only one so yeah so I'm not sure. I mean, like I said, I liked it. You know, I I, I didn't mind. I, I definitely, if I went back for holiday time, would enjoy going on it again and, and checking it out without a doubt. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of get that. I don't really know why is it that Disney World, I, I would get why they wouldn't do any because it's kind of a bigger deal for people to miss out. But so why do they do one? That kind of seems strange to me. I don't know what provoked them to start that one. I don't remember what the story was on that. They used to have... The Country Bears used to change shows. They used to have the normal one, right. and for a while they ran the Vacation Hoedown, which was like a they were at like a summer camp thing, which was a very good show. And they did do a Christmas one that they ran a few seasons. I think the problem with Disney World is there's so much tourist traffic. When people go, when stuff is down, they just lose their minds. Even if it's to make something better. Like right. Big Thunder Mountain's been closed for six months, and it just reopened not that long ago. I have friends <laughs> that that are down there, and he posted something this morning. They were on it, and and the ride shut down. It had to be evac'd. The thing's been closed oh. for six months. I mean, really, it shouldn't be. That shouldn't have to happen. I mean, I get weird things happen. No, Patrick Harris was there today. Was I was seeing that on Instagram. Oh, was it? it was making me crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was so jealous. Did you see his little girl on on Thunder Mountain? Yes, she is so like, cute. Can we go again? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't follow him. So there is your Big Thunder Mountain overlay. It's Neil Patrick That's right. Harris. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. So I, I, I think it's just a traffic thing for, for Walt Disney World. You know, I don't think they can afford to to have it down for any length of time to to do any sort of overlay. You know, I, I... And I think we balance it out. We've got more parks. So there are is all, we already have Christmas around the world over in World Showcase. We've got, we used to have the Osborne Spectacular Dancing Lights thing overlay of that in, of the streets of America over in Hollywood Studios. We don't have that anymore because of all the construction. And now we have Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam, but 
that's neither here nor there. So there, there are other overlay areas, just not overlays on attractions. I think it, with so much going on all over the place, there's also not this need to see more Disney Christmas just in Magic Kingdom. Uh, there, there's other places to go get your Christmas. Yeah, that yeah, makes sense. That's, that's definitely true. That's kind of what it is in California Adventure because they have a new thing this year that's the Festival of the Holidays. But previously, they really didn't do much. I mean, one of us sister didn't even have a tree or anything just because I think people went to Disneyland to get their Christmas fix. So they sort of didn't feel like they needed it. But they do have a... Um, need a tree. I think so, too. They have one now, so it's been remedied. <laughs> there <you> go. <laughs> there you go. But they do have, I'm not sure if it would be considered an overlay or just a special show, but World of Color, which is the nighttime water show, is a special like winter dreams or winter celebration. I forget what it's called, but it's very focused on like winter scenes from Frozen. And it has a lot of characters that aren't in the regular show. And it's more, there's more Tinkerbell in it and pyrotechnics and they kind of try to make it a little special for winter time. Right. But it's not necessarily like a holiday overlay. So that is pretty much just in, in Disneyland. Gotcha. Now do they, do they do anything for the Swiss family Treehouse, which I know is Tarzan's Treehouse now, but I know because I have the audio of it, there is a, of the Swiss Capulca song that's, playing on the organ when you walk up through the organ thing there is a a christmas version of that so i don't know if that ever played in the disneyland swiss family robinson treehouse or the walt disney world one i'd have to do some research on that but i know there is an audio version a a christmas version of that swiss capulca song that's a good question I, i was there on thursday and i'm trying to think not Thanksgiving, the Thursday before, but they already had um, all the holiday stuff. I don't think they had anything different right. in the treehouse. Well, that's they definitely didn't. Adventureland is probably like the least decked out for the holidays, except for maybe Tomorrowland. Right. So I don't ever remember them doing anything in the treehouse, but that'd be a good thing to check. Yeah, I'd have to check in on that because, like I said, well, I know the Disneyland one is Tarzan's treehouse now, right? It's not even Swiss yeah, Family it's Robinson. Tar- Tarzan. It's it is it's Tarzan's treehouse, but they do have um, the what is the the base camp is still like Swiss Family Robinson. Oh, okay, okay. But then up in the tree is is Tarzan. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. So that was my only other thing. I question I had about Disneyland. Mm-hmm. I noticed uh, we got Milford jumped on with us. Hello there, Milford. Hey, how's everybody tonight? Hey. All right. So the other thing I just wanted to to know was I have some other Melanie kind of touched on something I was going to mention about other things that I consider not so much an overlay or an attraction, but another Christmas or holiday type feeling or atmosphere you can get in Walt Disney World besides just an attraction overlay. So I I was going to touch on some of that, but I was wondering if, if any of you guys had had an attraction or an area of of anything that you thought could use some sort of a, a holiday overlay or shouldn't have a holiday overlay of any sort that just should <laughs> just be like left alone so the whole entire place isn't encompassed in 
<laughs> holly berries and poinsettias yeah <laughs> I, I see nothing wrong with encompassing the entire place in holly berries and poinsettias i'm okay with that yeah i don't i don't have a problem with it <laughs> for either. two months straight i'm good i started listening to christmas music the week before halloween so i'm good you and me both um, you and me both sister others, <laughs> others might not have my strong feelings for this time of year something to leave alone i, I honestly think other than the christmas tree at the front you could leave every touch of the holidays out of Animal Kingdom, and it would be okay. Um, I don't see a need for it in that particular park. Although, I mean, some of the rustic-y holiday de- decor is pretty cute, but I don't need to see Mickey Mouse with his Santa hat in the parade. Um, so I, I think that could be left alone. We all know Animal Kingdoms have enough problems these days. They don't need to add Christmas to the mix. <laughs> um... Oh, bless their hearts. I think they pretty um, much do. I mean, that park... Yeah, they, they do leave it. It, it. It's very... It's very subtle. Understated. It, it is very understated, and I think that's appropriate. I will say that... that park. I will say that that tree, though, at the entrance is probably my favorite... It's beautiful. ...of all the big trees in all the parks. I mean, the, the, I the magic... I think I have a picture of it from a few years ago. I'll see if I can get it up on the Facebook page. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's a beautiful it's tree. Beautiful. Cause it's so different. Like the main street one is, is just a classic mm-hmm. Christmas tree. You're it's traditional. traditional. Right? Even the one in Epcot, the big one on world showcase promenade is pretty, mm-hmm. you know, pretty not run of the mill. I mean, it's, it's got touches of Epcot, you know, it's, it's you that, know, but the animal kingdom one, just the ornaments, the animal ornaments, and everything like is just freaking see, cool. You know, I'd like to see a test track where we could, you know, trick out Santa's sleigh instead of these abstract cars that we don't even <laughs> that, really see. That, that would be well, so cool. That would be awesome. <laughs> we may as well trick out the sleigh, you know, put some Put a jet engine on crazy. it, a blower, some flames. That would be yeah. so fun. Hot rod it out. We can soup up Santa's engine. I'd be down that with that. <laughs> Does Future World come do out anything? Um, Future World, other than... The, not really. No. Subtle stuff. There, yeah. Exactly. It's subtle in the decor. Um, Just of course, there's the music. The quick overlay on illuminations that's not even the entire show. It's just that the, portion of it. It's the tag at the end. They have like the Peace on Earth right. tag. They do the little, used to be Walter Cronkite. Now I think it's the, uh, oh, I can't think of her name. It's Julie something. And she was the original one who did it for the original illuminations, I believe. And I think she's the same announcer who does like the little in between things on the Disney Channel, you know, that's just coming up next and stuff like that. I believe it's the same woman. I could be wrong. Mm. But, yeah, she does a little speech, and then they play Peace on Earth, and it's more fireworks and ridiculous ending and stuff like that. But, yeah, it's nothing – it's not like Holiday Wishes where it's, a you know, a whole show that's – And I also don't need to see Stormtroopers with Santa hats <laughs> over at Hollywood Studios. Um <laughs> I really, I don't need to see that. It, it, it's it doesn't make cute. sense. A couple of times, a few years ago, when they like brought out the stormtroopers and like, oh, we're doing Christmas, and it was funny, but I, I don't need to keep seeing it over and over. See, the thing with that oh. is, I get they're trying to make them relatable, and it's you know trying to and do the whole humorous. Star Wars thing, and I get it. But you know what? I like my stormtroopers mean. I like my dark side, dark side. You know what I mean? I don't I like my stormtroopers oblivious. I don't want them kind of to stupid. be nice. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, and I understand it. It's kind of it, it is a humorous twist and nerd culture, which I am firmly encased in. We, we enjoy you know crossing canon and making light and humor, but right. 
It's like I saw this years ago. I'm good. Yeah, I'm we good. can move on. The only thing that I wouldn't get tired of seeing, which is those promos they used to do, is is of you know. Darth Vader riding on Dumbo with a uh, with a Mickey ice cream in his hand. Okay, now that is hilarious. that is funny. They sell a T-shirt with that yes. on it. Yes, yes, they do. Oh, the first time I saw that, I I thought I was going to pass out. That was uh, <laughs> that's it's pretty awesome. pretty good. And then the stormtroopers wave to him, don't yeah, they? As I he think goes so. Around? Or they're sitting behind him, <laughs> or they're sitting behind him in the in the next elephant oh, after. Yeah, it's just that's just that was it's genius sweet. genius marketing on their part. That's some funny stuff. <laughs> that that really is good. <laughs> All right, so the other things I wanted to mention were what I thought was definitely could classify as an overlay, which is unfortunately not there anymore, was the Osborne spectacle of Dancing Lights, as it was the last name it was called. Now, I remember seeing this when it first came to the studios when it was very similar to what Jennings Osborne had had on his property, where it was just kind of a walkthrough in the back lot area where you used to see the golden girls house and the empty nest house. And it was that roundabout where lights motors action took over. It was where the tram made its turn and it gave you the grand view of New York street and showed you about force perspective and everything else. And it was a nice walkthrough thing. And it had just, a, you know, nice, a lot of lights and a lot of displays, but it didn't have the synchronized music and, and all the insanity that it turned into. And I just, you know, look at pictures of that every year because they come up on my computer on the slideshow that rotates as my screensaver. And it's just, I'm like, wow, you know, it's like 1997, 1998. And I'm like, man, I can't believe this is what it started as into what it turned into because I shot a ton of video of it last year when we were there for Thanksgiving, knowing that that was the last run of it. And I honestly, that was definitely was an overlay of that area i mean many of the lights and stuff stayed up year round so you could see them hanging on the buildings you could see the the angel and the stuff in the overhang and and the the staples of that attraction but it was pretty cool we always found ourselves spending a lot of time in that area when when that was up and it was there was just so much to see there were so many hidden things there was you know to, to catch all the different songs and the different sequences i mean i love that i loved all that just the uh the technology behind it fascinated me and, and, you know, makes me go on YouTube and watch all these people that do it to their houses and wishing I didn't live in a neighborhood where houses were right next to each other because I would totally be the guy doing that to mine <laughs> without annoying everybody. But uh, so that definitely, to me, was, was a huge overlay for the studios. And I know it's be sadly missed by a lot of people, especially this year with, you know, there was, there was a big comparison I was hearing. You know, last year we had this, and now this year they had this. You know, they threw up this projection show on the uh, on the Chinese theater, and you know, gave it a name. I think they just need to do projection shows on construction walls. <laughs> that would be better. That would be <laughs> that would be better. Know, I mean, uh, it would be a use or, of or here's, construction walls. Here, here's another lo- novel idea. How about a live show? <laughs> I mean, what's you know they they have the show in yeah. in Tomorrowland, the, you know the the Tomorrowland Christmas show with Buzz Lightyear and mm-hmm. and Mike Wazowski and that and the the overly happy uh, hostess Haley Comet. You know, and my kids loved watching that, even on video all the time. And then when we happened to be there during the holidays, and yeah, it's campy, but it's Disney World. That's that's what it is. But it's it was a quality show. It was live entertainment. It was music. It was dancing, singing. You know, it's it's you know kind of what you want to see. I mean, I'm all for technology and drones and and projection shows, but 
once in a while it's nice to watch people doing something and singing right. and actually right. and actually singing songs and using talent because I don't know that's kids don't see enough of that these days. Kids don't see any of it nowadays, and it's you know to them what the hell do they you know they don't know any of that unless you bring them you know. That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> That's a whole other podcast, right. So <laughs> Trying to convince my readers to go see the shows on Disney Cruise Line ships. Yeah. Like, well, would we really even like the plot? I'm like, it's live It's live performance on a ship. Go see it. Absolutely. So I, I understand wanting some more yeah, live I mean, performance. That's just, that I do get. Yeah. And the only thing I'll mention is because now, Jessica, I'm not sure how if the two – hotels resorts out there do anything but the resorts around walt disney world are definitely an attraction of themselves now the entire the resorts in their entirety usually aren't decked out but the main lobbies in all of them are have become a showpiece uh yeah i I think they've gone a little overboard with the gingerbread houses because they really don't think we need one in every single resort but it used to just be the grand floridian it was a grand floridian that's it yeah and you know the wilderness lodge has the great train setup they do over the bridge and the backside of the lobby uh, over where kind of the waiting area is for uh, whispering canyon you know they obviously have that gigantic christmas tree that when i was younger never could figure out how they got the thing in there thinking it was a real christmas tree <laughs> and and choose to still believe that it is even though i know how they put it together and i've seen pictures of the assembly but it's still pretty badass how they do it same thing with the animal kingdom lodge that probably is my favorite resort at christmas time uh, it's the one i've stayed at the most when we've been down there for christmas and that one is just it's just breathtaking there's no other way to uh I, mean, I know that that resort is not high on a lot of people's lists because i mean it's a dvc resort it's also off the beaten path so it's you know a little longer buses and you can't beat walking into that lobby. I mean, it's it's amazing enough on its own without the holiday decorations, but during Christmas time, it's just ridiculous, and and it has a really really great audio soundtrack. I'll add that as well, uh, which is it's it's a lot of standard Christmas songs, but done in like a Swahili and tribal type, singing the words, and some are instrumental, and it's it's really a beautiful uh, soundtrack, at least to me, but I'm sure not for everybody. So that. That's pretty much what I, my take on holiday stuff. I don't know if you guys have anything, anything else. The cruise line does have a few things. They're not really overlays, but I think it's kind of in the whole mode of Halloween on the high seas where they do very merry time Christmases. Um, but there, there's special performances, carolers, it snows in the atrium lobby, all the, all the good stuff. Cast Week, he gets in on the fun, too. There's a deck-to-deck deck party, of course. It's called deck-to-deck. Deck. <laughs> so so Disney Cruise Line does get in on the fun, too. And I think, just like they do with Halloween, the decorations are mostly combined to the atrium and, and very understated in a few other areas of the ship. And, Milford, have you been on a Very Merry Time Christmas? Or Very I Merry have Christ? been. Uh, yeah, my favorite thing that they put on is the gingerbread house. They actually build a gingerbread house in the atrium, and it's mm-hmm. and the whole atrium smells of gingerbread. Wow! So, and then you got King Triton's Christmas tree that's usually there by the stairway, and they have a ceremony where they anoint they a person it. to or, or the point the trident at the tree, and it lights. Uh, it's oh, it's pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Now, do they, uh, Jessica? Do they have any sort of 
a Christmas party in Disneyland like they do for Halloween, or they they stay away from that? They don't really have a Christmas party. They do have special things like the candlelight vigil and the Dapper Dans are doing Christmas songs and they're in their special like Christmas outfits. Right. And then around Main Street, they have the toy soldiers marching. They have carolers. Um, they have a brand new event this year in California Adventure called Festival of the Holidays. It's not a separate ticketed event. It's just an afternoon and nighttime party basically where they have all kinds of food stands and live performers but it's not like a separate party oh okay i got you yeah the halloween i mean the halloween the the mickey's very merry christmas party the first time we had done that i have done that was last year when we went over thanksgiving and i have to say i wasn't as impressed with it as with the halloween party i think i just like the entertainment better for the halloween party now we didn't watch the castle the stage show i'm not even sure what they do for the halloween party the parade was good i mean it's uh, it doesn't wow it for me like the boo parade does you know we kind of took the time and and did some did some attraction stuff while the while the crowds were low and everybody was doing the other stuff i mean holiday wishes was was great that that was fantastic the fireworks show but i i love fireworks no matter what so but adding in the christmas magic to it made it made it that much more special that that's my opinion on the christmas party i I don't know that if we went again i would do it again i'd probably use that night if we were there to just go to another park and do something else i i really do enjoy the other thing i wanted to mention talking about the christmas party reminded me of it over in epcot or melanie had mentioned it too the the storytellers that they have in world showcase what they do is for all 11 countries they have their whatever their cultural version of Santa Claus is and they tell a story you know every whatever every hour or something like that they're whoever their Santa Claus is is out in character and they talk about the tradition and how it came about and what they do and what little children have to do to you know become good good girls and boys to receive gifts or some of them receive food or it depends on you know, on the culture, and I think that's very interesting, and and I and do enjoy listening and going to see all of those. I've not seen all of them over the years that I've been there, but I do really think that that's well done and keeps with the theming of World Showcase and the and the cultural aspect of that. So that I think is pretty awesome as well. It's definitely the time of year you want to hold on to that times guide all day long. Yeah, no, definitely, no doubt, because there's a lot of stuff going on. And then this year... There really is. And this year I hear, which I have seen some pictures, they've got some food booths up. So that seems to be the norm now in Epcot. It's just going to be a year-round festival of food booths, which is... I see no problem with that. Yeah, I don't... I really don't either. I don't either, as long as it doesn't become food and wine all the time, where it's, you know drunken 20-year-olds all over the place. Uh, Yeah, it's not, but they've actually been doing that for the last three or four years because I know we've been there over Christmas. I've been there over Christmas the last, well, two years previous to this past year. So I I know they were doing that because I was getting hot peppermint schnapps hot chocolate (laughs) in in the U.S. It was pretty fantastic. I don't remember seeing them last year, but maybe they didn't. Really? Yeah. yeah, they were there. I, don't I think there was a booth in each country. Hmm. I guess I didn't pay much and attention. That was the end of that. Yeah. I think and then Club a couple cool here around the promenade. I think Club Cool needs a holiday overlay. Yeah, 
maybe get rid of Beverly, but um, <laughs> have some festive sparkling drinks. Definitely. That of the non-alcoholic variety over there. That would be fun. I think also in what would be cool for in future world would be something for the Fountain of Nations would be great, like to change the show there and have mm-hmm. either some sort of they don't have to use the same type Trans-Siberian orchestra music like they did for the Osborne lights, but some sort of no, up-tempo think, thing for the fountain, um, you know. and Or something to do with the Hanukkah lights. I think that would be a good overlay right? if you wanted to incorporate some other cultures into it Absolutely. and some other traditions. Yep. I think a Hanukkah overlay for the fountains would be beautiful. That would be really cool. Yeah, they could even have like a centerpiece on that. I know they use this. And Hanukkah's late this year, so I'm not sure... Right. I really am not, other than the few menorahs that I know that are in existence throughout the parks, I'm not sure what else. Yeah, I'm not sure either. They do. I'm not sure either. I, I'm really not. I, I do know on the cruise ships, they do have Hanukkah services. They've got, you know, Midnight Mass, even Kwanzaa storytellers that will come out during the appropriate times of the holiday season. So they, they do a pretty good job of incorporating the main ones. The major ones, right, right. Absolutely. Hey, and you know me, I'm all about the holidays. Yes. I love celebrating them all. <laughs> me too. And the best part is... The food? <laughs> the food, but then in the old, in the back part of during Osborne Lights, and then when the that half of the park was open, they had some great <laughs> drinks. <laughs> they had some great drinks you can get while wandering around. Uh, get, get some stuff from the High Octane Bar, which was right back there by the Osborne Lights, and just... Have a grand old time. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's enough to get everyone's holiday season to a good old jump start. I agree. We thank you all for listening. We, Like Melanie said, that'll kick off some holiday stuff for you. We're not going to flood you every week with holiday and Christmas stuff. We'll let the parks and social media take care of that for you. We will... We'll have some uh, some different and new and interesting topics coming up on future episodes. So subscribe, keep on listening. We thank you all for your continued support over these past six months. We enjoy doing this for you every week, and we hope you enjoy listening to it. You can find us over at the DizExplorers.com on the old World Wide Web, where you can find links to all our social media accounts on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and as well as individual accounts for all our troopers if you want to reach out to us in that respect. We'd love to hear from you. We love hearing that people are listening. We love hearing your feedback, uh, either through social media or direct through iTunes. Leaving us a review is awesome. Uh, Five stars would be appreciated. And so that'll do it for this episode. Thank you very much, and we'll talk to everybody next week. <laughs> Be sure to bring your gift certificate. <laughs> Season screamings, everyone. <laughs> Hurry back. Hurry back. Don't let the tombstone hit you on the way out. <laughs> I've got plenty more tricks and treats in store for your next visit. Hurry back. Hurry back. Hurry back. Hurry back.